the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are your car insiders. We work for you and exclusively for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only. Whether you're looking to lease a car, finance a car, whether it's new or used, whether it's arguably at a dealer or private party, although it doesn't happen too often at private party, but certainly I'm happy to help you as long as the car meets the criteria, is willing, they're willing to have the car inspected by a mechanic, and you know ultimately the car has a good history. I personally don't care where the car is. Gary, do you care where it is? You know, to be honest with you, sometimes I do. There's just, there's just places I don't want to go. Well, and certainly dealers I feel yeah. that way too, buddy. Sure. What, what do you mean? Go ahead. Well, I actually was reading something, so I, all I heard was, "Did I agree?" So, I just—I I was referring to when, when you know, when someone's looking for a vehicle, you know, more often than not, we end up at car dealers, of course. Correct. But what I was suggesting that is that you know, if it's a private party vehicle, as long as it checks out, as long as the person that's selling is willing to take it to a mechanic, as long as you know it's a reasonable price point, I'm more than happy to help. How do you feel about it? Dana's phone number is 602-679-8324. One of the things right now, and I'll, I'll tell you something that happened to me this week. I'm sitting in the house and the doorbell rings. Ding dong. And I have three dogs and they don't like when the doorbell rings. A lot of noise. And I don't open the front door of the house. Dana knows when he comes by, he doesn't ring the doorbell. He texts me that he's here. So I open up the garage door and there's two young men standing at the door at about 6.30, and they have masks on, and they're holding some kind of card, and this guy wants to explain to me about some kind of a program he's involved in, looking for donations. And I don't have that kind of time, do you, Gary? Well, it's not a matter of not having that kind of time. What I actually felt like saying to him, you know, I should put a sign on my front door that I'm quarantining for COVID. Ah. Because he took his mask off. A stranger, someone you didn't even know? To start talking to me. And I looked at him, and and he said, I said, listen, I'm not interested. Not interested. And he handed me something, and I took it, and I handed it right back to him. And I reached in my pocket, and I got out my hand sanitizer that I have in my pocket, and I washed, wiped off my hands. I went in and washed. And I'm thinking to myself, are you really out and about doing this? In this time right now. Now, when Dana talks about buying cars private party, there's absolutely nothing wrong with buying a car private party. But what I explain to people is always this. 
My neighbor right now has asked me to sell his car, and I hate doing this. I am not a fan of it, and it's a 170,000-mile Toyota Sienna van. Well, who wants to help someone sell a vehicle with that many miles on it? And I will tell you this. If you have a family of three kids and you need a minivan that's going to get you around for the next couple of years, it's probably not a bad vehicle to have, but it's not a $10,000 van. It's a $6,500 van on a great day, $7,500 van on an unbelievable day. So I put the van online and I get, I get a text message from some guy and then he, 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 he vaporizes. Then I get a, an email from a guy, a text from the same guy, and he wants to come out and look at it. Now what cracks me up is the guy pulls up in a fairly late model 5 Series BMW. He's looking at a 160,000, 170,000 mile van. And the first words out of his mouth, well, well, my wife would never drive this. The interior is a little too dirty. I'm thinking to myself, well, you're driving a BMW and you're going to put your wife in a 10 year old, 100,000, 100 and some odd thousand mile van. And it was it was very quick. And I explained, you know. If you made an offer on the car before you even saw it, which to me, I don't negotiate with people before I said, come and look at the car. If you like the car, you can buy it. If you don't like the car, you don't have to buy it. But most people, when they're selling their car private party, there's usually something wrong with the car. And it could be something minor, it could be something major, it could also just be the fact that their factory warranty or their extended warranty went out of place. So the one thing that I absolutely agree with Dana says, if you're looking at a car private party, there's two things you want to make sure of. Okay, One, that the vehicle either has current emissions or it will pass emissions. And two, have the car looked at by a mechanic. You have absolutely nothing to lose by having a mechanic check the car out. Because buying a used car, private party, there is zero, zilch, nada. The joke is this. If you buy the car and you drive over the, you leave in the car, and the car snaps in half, you own the front half and the back half. So, and there's there there's incident instances my friend the one that i'm selling that i have his truck advertised for did you, he bought a brand new jeep it's been in the shop twice in less than 300 miles so if that's something that could happen think about the hundred thousand mile used car that you might end up buying now well, we, I, I wouldn't be helping someone buy a 100,000-mile or 170,000-mile right. vehicle. That's not what I yeah. would. And, that's I, not, and it's not what we do. And, and one no, thing no. I tell my friend, I said, you know, Luke, I'm, you need to understand this is your vehicle. It's not mine. I'm not representing it, selling it for you. I'm just run, I'm writing the ad for you. You better be home when the car is going to be shown. And the car runs great. It's a perfect little van for a family that needs a vehicle that doesn't have forty grand for a new van. 
I think you bring up a good point, though, Gary. Often, when when people are advertising a vehicle, private party, they're 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 often asking you know top dollar for it. You know, maybe they went to trade it in, and the dealer may have insulted them. And you know, in my, I saved him from that. I didn't let them bid his trade. <laughs> well, that was kind of you, but you know, for for me, and and it doesn't happen that often, but. You know, again, I, I don't care where the vehicle is. I care if the vehicle is a good vehicle. It, it is a lot more work and effort to, to go through and, and screen the, the private sellers because more often than not, they're, they're, when it's advertised as a private seller, it's not a private seller. It's, it's more often than not a car dealer pretending that they're a private seller. And y- you won't take long to figure it out when you visit with them and well, if if you know what you're doing. And that's one of the things, you know, when, when people are in the market for a vehicle, do they know the right questions to ask if, if they are trying to, say, you know, avoid the dealer or perhaps they're trying to save sales tax or, you know, whatever their reasons might be for, for going private party. It, it's critical that, you know, you don't do things like rely on what just the Carfax says. So many times people will hear about Carfax, read about Carfax, and then be under the impression that if Carfax doesn't say anything bad about it, then there can't be anything bad about the vehicle. Is that true, Gary? You know, I have a friend of mine. I love him to death. He calls me all the frickin' time when he looks for cars, and he likes these older E-Class Mercedes. And when I say older, 98 to 2004. Older. And he wants me to run Carfaxes for him. And I'm like, bro, listen, it doesn't matter what the Carfax says. If the car's got 187,000 miles on it, you want to care what the car looks like, not what the Carfax says on the car. But I, I tell people all the time, do not buy a car solely by what Carfax says. You need to look at the car. But, you know, Dana was talking about advertising, and things like that. And, you know, advertising has gotten more and more and more and more misleading, m- misrepresentations imaginable. So right now, a, a gentleman sent me, we were talking on the phone, and he mentioned something about possibly wanting to lease a car for 24 months. Because first he said 12 months till new cars came out. And I said, well, they don't really offer that. And most lenders don't even offer a 24-month lease. So... He was looking at a certain kind of car, and he corresponded with me and said, hey, I was on the, the, the website, and there's a national ad. Well, I'm going to read the ad. It's a closed-end lease based on a new model number, subject to credit approval, dealer participation, and vehicle availability. So that basically tells me you hope the car, the dealership has the car, and you hope that they'll discount the car to what it takes to get to that number. Because they're not obligated to if you heard what he said just before that. Offer shown based on thirty four ninety nine due at lease signing. That includes two seventy nine first monthly payment, twenty five seventy decap cost, or six fifty acquisition fee, plus tax, title, license, and registration. Dealer conveyance fee, processing fee, or optional service fee and any emissions testing charge. I don't know of any new car, in Arizona at least, that has to be emissioned. 
No security deposit required. Offer shown. Lease payments of this. Actual payments may vary. Purchase option at the end of the lease is this. Leasee is responsible for insurance, maintenance, repairs, 20 cents per mile, over 12,000 miles a year, a $400 term fee. Lease offer applies to an MSRP of 30560 and excludes tax title, license, a dealer, additional options, and retailer charges. Actual price set by the dealer must take delivery by retail stock by 1-4-2020. Dealer contribution may vary and could affect actual lease payment. See dealer for warranty and lease details or go to blah, blah, blah com. You know how many of this model car that I could find online? How many, Gary? Zero. That's what I thought. Now, I'm going to ask Dana a question because Dana is, if, if there was a guru, a leasing guru or a professor at Harvard, it would be Dana. If they say thirty four ninety nine plus fees, it includes the two seventy nine. I heard that. So thirty four ninety nine doc fees five hundred bucks. Well, well, first you got to put the sales tax on the thirty four ninety nine because right. when you put down payment down, you're actually lowering the cap costs, right. therefore lowering the sales tax, taking money from the state. So you've got a few hundred dollars in sales tax that's got to be collected on the down payment first. Right. So that's another five hundred for the doc fee. Yep. On a $30,000 car, your license plates are in the 400s. If not higher. So let's just call it five grand down. It, at least. In okay. order, and, that's, and then you also didn't mention whether there's deal-installed accessories on the car, right. which would be, of course, additional. Yeah. And then you take the 279 payment. But here's the trick question, folks. $5,000 on a 24-month lease, in my quick math, is $250 additional down payment. Exactly. I'm sorry, additional monthly payment, exactly. not down payment. I, I knew what you meant. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. 
not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. I want to send out a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati at BNN Auto Sales. They're located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Bobby's phone number is 602-722-9151. They have a great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles. It's a no-hassle, no-BS buying experience. Folks, I understand when you're buying a vehicle for your business and when you go to the dealership and you just want what I call as a tin can, full-size kind of van, those things today that used to be $17,000 20 years ago, they're forty grand now. They're thirty-five grand now. A lot of businesses aren't in the position to outlay that kind of money. He's got nice pre-owned vehicles. Once again, his name is Bobby Rabati and his number is 602-722-9151. The one thing you want to always remember, and which is what Dana and I always talk about, this is just one example of a advertisement by the manufacturer. So now you have to watch not only is what is the dealership advertising on new cars, what is the manufacturer advertising on new cars, what is the dealer advertising on used cars. You want to hear something crazy, Gary, when, as you talk about, you know, advertising and, and some of the things that we see. Now, we, we've seen, you know, the dealerships that have the, the catch where if you finance with them or through them, they have a different lower price than if you don't, right? We've seen that, correct? Absolutely. Um, how, how about the, this one now where, and I'd never seen this one before, so maybe you could share if you have, but there's a dealer that I actually ended up helping a client get a vehicle through, which was kind of unexpected, but their program is that agree to the terms of the deal and then they'll pay you back a thousand dollars in 120 days. Have you seen that one yet? That's gotta be illegal. Well, um, I, I I don't know. I, I assume it's not illegal. I, I didn't research it, but essentially, um, and, and I believe they and they absolutely put it on a wheel that they will absolutely pay it. I, I ended up helping. So they don't find. want the charge back. Exactly. And if you heard what Gary was just sharing, that's exactly what their motivation See, is. We explain that for the, so the audience. The first thing I would be doing with that is I'd be calling the lender that I was buying the car from, and I'd say, "Hey, you want to copy the wheel that I got?" Yeah. Can you imagine? Because there's what it is. When you finance a car through a dealership, obviously the dealership makes money on the financing. Well, they're allowed to participate either in the reserve if they charge you a higher rate than the bank charges them, like the yield spread, or in some cases they're paid like a flat fee for, for, for you know doing Which the paperwork be for them. Between one percent and five percent. 
I haven't seen personally that high, but but yes, they can be very yes, sir. I won't there's, argue. There's one bank I that I know, and it's it's actually it's a local. It's a bank in Arizona. I was blown away when they were talking about it. But the thing about it is, to me, that's crazy. That they're they're rebating you to keep your loan for 120 days. I wonder why they might do that. You want to explain why they might do that, Gary? They're going to get charged back for whatever they got. Well, now we, we know that, but there, there's, there's another there's another dealer group that they've done it so many times where they've convinced people to finance the cars that the bank went to them and said, "Your chargeback period is now six months." And and I can tell you that you know I I just helped a client at another dealership that. I, I would prefer not to go to, and it's a new car dealer, and you know it's not because they're they're bad people, it, and they advertise the lowest prices, you know, often that you can find. Unfortunately, they you know they have the caveats of you know if you if you don't take advantage of the the special and you pay the additional premium of additional thousand dollars, then you can buy it like any other person might buy it. At least that's the the way that it's established. But if you take advantage of the lower price, not only do they, um, you know, of course they give you the lower price up front, but they, they dictate how much you can put down. If you wanted to put, you know, half down or 25% down, you can't do that. They, they limit how much you can put down. They, they also charge you a, a rate that, you know, in Arizona and, and really across the country, it's not like it was in the eighties or, you know, maybe even the early nineties where the, the dealership could charge you, say, whatever they felt like. Well, not quite, but Gary's right. And, you know, back in the eighties is an example. Example, if if the bank approved you at eight percent, and the dealership wanted to charge you twenty percent, as long as you were willing to sign that contract, you were in a position where the dealer could charge you that much, and they could participate in that much profit or, or yield spread from what the bank had charged them and what they charged you. Well, in the nineties, early nineties, at the latest. The, they, they kind of stopped that. They, they essentially determined that besides it being criminal, obviously, that, that that was just wrong. And needless to say, there, there were certain groups of people that were probably more adversely affected by, by those rules. And so for the last at least 20 years plus, 25 years plus, there have been approximately like a 2% yield. So as an example, if the dealership charges you 6%, then the, bank that's approving it can't be charging any higher than 4%. So, you know, nowhere near as as horrible as it was back in the 80s and 70s. I mean, when people were financing vehicles then, they could really be crushed on the terms. And so, anyway, from there, um, when you go to, to purchase a vehicle, the key as we try to share and I try to share is it's not how you get there. It's, it's not how they advertise and, and what they say to, to persuade you to show up. It truly is how you leave. And, you know, so many times when people negotiate the transaction on a car deal, they'll, they'll get to the point where, you know, after arguably in many cases going back and forth and back and forth to where they finally, you know, get to where between the consumer and the dealer, they say, yes, we'll buy it and yes, we'll sell it. Well, Gary, what happens at that point? Somebody's making money. 
Well, that and of course, you've only just begun. The, the, the best negotiators that work at the dealership finance guys. are indeed the people that work in finance. And whether it's a lady or a man, whether they're young or old, if they sit in one of those offices, they are typically by far the best negotiators that work in that dealership or they would not be sitting in those chairs. Do you agree or disagree with that? Absolutely agree with it. And, you know, it's one of the things that I... It, it, it actually hurts my, it gives me chest pains. I hate going to dealerships that I'm not familiar with because I don't want to play games with finance guys. And when they say, well, if you, if you let me do this, this, and this, we'll pay you. It's not what right. Dan and I are about. You know, I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, they truly understand the right way to do business with people. They treat people correctly. Uh, I don't believe that they they partake in any of the misleading uh, misrepresentations in the advertising. It's a wonderful place. Straight shooters, absolutely. Straight shooters. But, you know, also want to thank, you know, Bill Brixey, uh, Larry Miller Nissan. Bill and I have been friends for a really long time. It's kind of funny. We've never worked together, but we met through some mutual friends. And Bill absolutely understands. He's supported Day and I for the last 10 years. He absolutely understands what it is that we're trying to do when we're helping our clients buy a car. We're not selling you anything. We're helping you buy a car. You know, it's it's always disappointing when you call somebody and you can always tell. When you call somebody on a used car and you give them the stock number and the phone goes silent for more than three seconds, you know that that used car bump's coming. And we're just, we're not a fan of the bump. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's core. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. You know, as Gary was sharing, you know, when, when we do reach out to the, you know, someone that we typically know at the dealership and with, with all the years that Gary and I have been in the Valley and all the years that we'd spent in, in management and in the retail automotive side, I, I spent about 25 years, um, plus or minus about 22 years in management, a few years, you know, working my way up, I guess, into management and, and he and I have spent close to 10 years now just helping people. But, you know, he mentioned when you have that delay, that, that, that lag and, you know, it's funny, but it's, well, it's not funny, but we, we, we get a call from a, you know, whether it's a radio show listener or a referral and they're, they're inquiring about a vehicle that they've seen online that's a used car. And, and almost immediately, you know, the, the automatic first thought is how much can we save you? over and above what they have it advertised for. Is, is that true or not true, Gary? Oh, it's, it's, it's the most annoying thing that I think I deal with with helping people, that they don't understand that, you know, and, and they say to me, well, how can they advertise like that? <laughs> I don't know, but they can. You know, it, it's certainly beyond um, our control and, and needless to say, because we don't work for the dealership, nor do we take any type of compensation from any dealership. That, that's kind of what distinguishes us from, from being either a broker or, or what most buying services um, do. Uh, the buying services typically are either businesses that if, if they're helping you purchase a vehicle in doing so they're they're also doing that as as their business model and the profit that they make in doing that is how they run their business that that's not of course how Gary and I um, work or operate we we're um, essentially like bringing a, an 800 pound gorilla with you, I guess for lack of a better description, although we, we are friendly, um, and, and someone that cannot be tricked or, or confused to, to help you make sure that you get, you know, what it is that you should get and, and you pay what you should pay. And when you do agree to terms, you, you are getting what you paid for. So often, um, it, it just doesn't unfortunately go that way. And, you know, when we were talking earlier about, you know, these dealerships and the, and the, the funky, you know, advertising, you know, the, not only do they limit in the, the description I was giving you earlier, what you can put down, but then they also kind of like Gary referenced, they, they, they have you essentially sign something or they want you to sign something that says that you will not pay it off for the 120 days. And I think Gary's point is brilliant in that I, the lenders, um, would, would just, I'm sure they'd be fit to be tied. They, they would, you know, they'd be so angry. They, they wouldn't know what to do if they knew that the, that the dealers were, doing business this way and and essentially um and I'm, I'm sure to some degree they must figure it out but anyway the the important thing is again how you leave not how you get there the the way that people advertise is, is beyond gary and and my control but 
what we look at is if it's a used vehicle, you know, does the vehicle meet your needs? Is the price, you know, one low enough to where it can make sense? And then from there, unlike a salesman, if it does make sense, we're, we're going to, you know, at least present it to you. And, and then it's your decision to make. We're, we're not there to try to persuade you or close you or get you to do what we want you to do. We're there to help you do what you want to do. You know, and it's funny what Dana just said, you know, persuade. Okay. You know, we had a radio show listener and super, super nice guy. And if he wasn't such a super, super, super nice guy, I probably would have blocked his phone number, let alone deleted out of the phone. But we kept talking and I kept mentioning to him, what you're doing does not make sense. I will not help you do that. I will not collect $400 from you to do that. And he called me on December 31st and he was needing to buy a vehicle because he needed the car that day for the IRS tax deduction. And I said, you know, you're a really nice guy. I'm going to do something. I'm going to call Dana and I'm going to see if Dana is available to help you. Because even though what I think you're doing makes no sense, why don't you go ahead, Go out. Dana will go out with you, look at the vehicle. If the car's what you're expecting, you can buy the car. It was a 2020 Forerunner with 32,000 miles on it, which means you have 4,000 more miles worth of warranty. How many keys were with the car? Were the floor mats in the car? He's saying no. One key, no on the floor mats. Were the owner's manuals in the glove box? So now if you buy that car and you want the owner's manual, you're online at Amazon buying owner's manuals. You're buying floor mats. And if you're buying floor mats in the dealership, they're 150 bucks. Oh, more than that right. if you wanted to get the factory ones. And if you want a new key? A couple hundred dollars at least. Okay. And 32,000 miles. And was the car in nice shape? It it was it was not it was a rental car for thirty one thousand nine hundred and eighty four miles so um, no you know we'll finish this when we come back we're your car insiders we work for you not the dealer. Welcome to Rodeo Ford located in Goodyear Arizona at one three six eight zero West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, partner Dana Southern. We're Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, the easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. 
If you'd like to reach Dana, it's also very simple. 602-679-8324. If you insist on emailing and you go to our website and you submit an information request, it's going to go directly to my email and I will reach out to you. But absolutely the preferred form of communication for us is the phone. I'm not a big typer. Dana can type really well, but we can go over so many other things, and it's amazing how many times one question is followed up by five more. Or ten more. We were talking about the gentleman with the rental car, and he asked me what I thought about it, and I spoke to this gentleman at least ten times. You know, tell a little bit about why he was thinking about the used car. Do you mind, Sharon? I'd rather not go into that. I I don't like bashing what I think is really bad advice that people receive on the radio. So we'll just leave it at that. Good enough. And I explained to him, and we actually joked about it. I said, listen, based on your beliefs from what you hear on the radio, it makes no sense for you to buy a new car if you believe what that radio person is telling you. But it's no longer the depreciation that is expected in the cars. So to finish up real quick, Dana looked at the car with the gentleman. They didn't like the car, and Dana made a phone call, and they drove out to the Toyota dealership. He bought the exact same car. Exact same vehicle, although it did have a few extra features from the factory, which you know didn't even take into consideration. But it had the roof rack, you know, crossbars, right? And then it had um, just a couple other little things that it had a first aid kit. It had the alloy wheels from the factory. The the vehicle that was the rental car. I'm not sure what happened, but on online it looked like it had these beautiful custom black wheels, but that's not what it had. It had wheel covers, and when you looked at the wheel closely, you could see. And, and he was I. I so I knew for sure that he thought it was going to be wheels. So when I when I tapped the wheel cover and it made that little tink sound that yep. it makes, you know, I said, you thought that these were wheels, didn't you? And he's like, absolutely, I did. And I said, well, it, it looks like that, but these are obviously not. So at the end of the day, the gentleman bought a 2021? No, it was actually a 2020, not a okay. 2021. Same year, same exact. It was a premium SR5 premium version with just a few more features than the used one. And what was the difference between the the cost of the two vehicles? Two grand? Uh, 2100 bucks. Okay. So it was kind of funny that I got a text message from this gentleman about a week after Dana helped him. And he wanted to thank me for explaining to him that how stupid he was trying to buy a used vehicle. Now, when I told him I couldn't help him, he called me on a vehicle that had almost 90,000 miles on it. Now, a 90,000-mile vehicle that was a 2016, you have to make a decision, is it worth spending 10 grand more to buy a brand new one? Now, everybody that I asked, what was, and it was just so funny, when he sent me the text, I called him right away, and he thanked me, and he thanked Dana for being the professionals that we were, and taking the time to explain to him that the mistake he was making in buying a vehicle that was one year old with 30,000 miles and you have to look at each vehicle. Because he asked me, what did I think about rental cars? And I said, this is what I think about rental cars. You got to look at each one individually. You can look at one that looks perfect, it's been taken care of. You could look at another one that's got all kinds of scratches, all kinds of dings. You know, are, are you getting both keys? Are you getting, now remember, $2,100 was the savings. That doesn't take into effect that there's at least 500 bucks he's got to spend to get a second key 
floor mats, and an owner's manual. And he thanked me by saying that we explained about a stupid mistake that he was going to make. So the first thing that I did was call Frank and say, Frank, let me ask you a question. Please don't tell me I made you feel stupid. And he said, oh, no, absolutely not. He said, you took the time to explain. He says, I've never had, you know, he was just, you know, he was blown away when I said I wouldn't help him. And then when he picked out the next car that used one, if it would have been nice, if it would have been nice and the difference would have been five grand by the used car, if the difference is 2100 minus 500 is 1600 he knew how long did it take him to make up his mind to buy the brand new car when you got with him one second okay i probably had spoken to frank over the time a very professional gentleman he would if i sent if i reached out to him i love people that communicate me too he, I sent him something he hadn't answered, and what did he send me like two days later? Gary, I apologize. I have been so busy. I apologize for not reaching back to you. I will get with you. And the one thing about it is the good news for you is we don't follow up with people. We don't chase you. We don't ask you, have you changed your mind? Have you done this? Now, I did tell him, based on the fact that he listens to the Dave Ramsey show, and Dave Ramsey says, don't buy new cars, buy used cars, I jokingly said to him that I was going to call Dave Ramsey and tell him he bought a used car, a new car. It's understanding the car business. Dave Ramsey's nine million times smarter than I am. And when I it am. comes to anything, I believe... Other than buying a vehicle, I think the, the man's a genius. He was a millionaire in his 20s. He made a lot of money in real estate. But the car business has changed. Times have changed. Car dealerships are selling cars at record gross profits. You, I haven't heard one car dealer explain, complain to me about the year they had in 2020. You know, it's so strange, but, you know, with so many people that being impacted adversely, um, the certainly, you know, in case you're confused out there in the listening audience and you're concerned about the, the dealers being able to get by, please know in your hearts that, you know, they may not have sold quite as many cars depending on who they were because of, you know, the factory shutdowns and availability. But they've been printing money and making profit like they've never made before. It's almost like these crazy stock companies or these tech companies that have increased, you know, exponentially in value. Here. It's it's almost similar. Here, I was talking to somebody today, and it's my best friend in New York, and I, and I I love him to death, but I'm sick of talking to him because we always end up talking about a couple of things. The lockdown has to be big there, no? It has to. We end up talking about what's going on with the COVID. What's going on in the economy? And I'm just, I'm just tired of talking about it. But one of the things that I was reading was that if you took Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Jeff Bezos, if you took those five gentlemen, and between those five gentlemen, they each wrote a $3,000 check to every single U.S. citizen, they would have more money still than when the pandemic started. Left over after paying it out. After paying out the $3,000. Now, 
I'm not I don't I'm not bashing anybody for making money. I'm pretty sure those five guys didn't get any kind of payout loans for payroll protection. I, I, but, I doubt that. But when you look and you see things where a professional athlete who makes 50 million dollars for a two year contract, he just signed his net worth between he and his spouse is six hundred million dollars. And his company gets $960,000. TB12. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but Dana just did. But then you look at all these businesses in Arizona that are being, that are closing. Shuttered. Now, I, I, I was talking to somebody. I, I didn't know the guy really well, but I saw that there was a moving truck in front of his company. I saw his car, so I stopped. He said, Gary, I'm, 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 empty, I'm emptying out the building. He said, I've been already told tomorrow morning if I don't pay the rent, they're locking me out. And they get to keep everything that was in there. Gary, let, let me tell a story about one of our clients when you bring this up. And it's kind of personal, but um, it, it's who, who I am and, and who Gary and I are. I got a call a few weeks ago from a, a gentleman who he and his wife over the last several years, I've helped them three or four times get new cars. They're, they're a lovely couple and just wonderful human beings. They owned a, a button company. They own a button company and, you know, they do buttons like, you know, for events, for, for different things. And I'm, I'm sure they make other things besides buttons. But ultimately, um, when he called me a few weeks ago, he, he said, Dana, um, you know, I, I need your help. I, I need to have you sell the, the Mazda CX-5 that you got for us and then help us maybe lease um, a, a new vehicle similar to it um, for, for a lot lower payment. And I'm like, well, you know, and, and by the way, if, if you heard what I said, I, I've been helping these nice people for, for years. And, and, you know, they're just really, really nice, good people that, you know, were very arguably conservative and, you know, very, you know, excellent credit and, and not people that were ever, you know, wasteful in any way, shape or form. And so... When I, when I heard what he had to say, by the way, the, the car that he wanted me to sell for them, which I would have been happy to do, was a, a 2019 Mazda CX-5 Grand Touring with only 5,000 miles that I helped him get, you know, new last year. And, um, ultimately they had taken advantage of a 0% loan. And so, um, even though, um, that was wise to do at the time. Um, it, it made it where their payment was, you know, quite a bit higher than, than they were comfortable with. And what, what I, what he shared with me was that his business, which, you know, has been very successful for, for many, many years, um, had, had a monthly budget of, of close to $65,000 a month. So we're talking about, a, a, you know, obviously a very big, you know, successful business to have that much expense on a monthly basis just to run. And so, you know, and again, he's had the company for years and years, or they have. So after hearing what he had to say, I, I, you know, I digested it. And of course, I knew immediately what to do. And needless to say, if I, I, if I had chosen to help him sell his vehicle and done what he'd asked me to do, um, I, I would have had the opportunity to, to earn income. And when I do that, I actually, you know, have a different structure than when helping someone acquire a new vehicle. And then... I was going to, of course, help him get a new vehicle right after selling it for him. And 
what I told him to do was to, to not let me do that at all. I, I said, Dave, you know, ultimately, you've only got 5,000 miles on this vehicle, and, and your lovely wife's still going to need a vehicle similar to it. What, what I need to help you do is just refinance your, your Mazda. If right now, even though I would never recommend going six years and, and, and you know, having an interest rate when you had 0% and lengthening the term be, when you only, you know, but in this what case. What would he have lost trading the car in? Well, well no, he was going to have me sell it for right. him. I, I, you know, he would have got out of the car and I would have been able to make, you know, a, a nice income from it. And then I would have helped him lease the car and I would have got paid for that. But. Ultimately, what was in his best interest was just refinancing the Mazda that he had, lowering his payment a few hundred dollars a month, and and keeping it, not having me sell that for him and then go lease a vehicle and put a couple thousand down and have a, a payment on it, which would have been close to as much on something that couldn't have been as nice. And so, you know, sometimes we're, we're maybe our own worst enemy. We're we're, we're here to help people. We're not, not hurt them. And and ultimately, you know, if I had done what he'd asked, I, I you know, in theory, of course, I wouldn't have been hurting him. It was what he had asked me to do, I, and I could have earned money twice. But instead, I did help them do the right thing. And just like the Earnhardts help us do the right thing. So, I mentioned something earlier, and I want to correct myself. Here's the case for Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, and the rest of America's billionaires sending $3,000 stimulus checks to everybody. It wasn't just them. So the 651 billionaires in the United States have seen their collective wealth grow by more than $1 trillion over the last nine months. And I guess the reason that I thought it was those five, because in the picture, it is those five plus one gentleman that I don't know who it is. And it basically reads, the rich get richer, richer doesn't even begin to truly capture what's been happening across the United States during the coronavirus pandemic. According to Americans for Tax Fairness and the Institute for Policy Studies, the 651 U.S. billionaires have seen their collective wealth grow by more than $1 trillion over the last five months, while the less fortunate struggle to keep their jobs and put food on the table. If the ultra-rich were to share their pandemic profits, research shows they could give everybody in the country a one-time $3,000 stimulus check and still be wealthier than when they were back in March. This was an article that I read off of Market Watch. It was last updated on January 2nd, 2021. It was first published December 10th, 2020. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer, and we'll be back next Saturday.